0: Uh, Julian is a newbie to the show, so I'll let you introduce yourself, tell us your socials if you do have the two gents who are regulars here, Temba and Tunga, not on social media, both of them. I don't know how to keep up with the world, but welcome, Julian. Uh, Welcome, Temba.
1: Oh, should I start? Yeah, please. Go ahead. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, It's Julian. Um, Socials, I do have Instagram, but it's private, so there's that. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can go to Uve Zim, so UV for Juventus and then Zim, one word, and just a student, UFC fan, yeah, that's about it.
0: All right, thank you, welcome, thank you for availing yourself for, for this interesting podcast, well, I hope it will be interesting, uh, UFC 252 podcast, Timba, how are you doing, how are you keeping
2: I'm doing good. Yeah, looking. Uh, I'm nervous, <laughs> nervous <laughs> about this weekend, but uh, looking forward to it.
0: All right. Uh, how are you guys coping with any the recent changes in your lives with regards to the lockdown? Are you guys back in the office? I know you, Julian. You just finished your studies. You're waiting for some results. Yeah. Are you out and about in Cape Town? There, how's things looking? Before us, the timber. You tell us.
1: Uh, for me just waiting a few more weeks before I start adventures once again. So no worries. Yeah.
0: Cool. Cool. all right, cool, cool, Mind, smart man, Temba. Are you smart yeah. or reckless?
2: Uh, very smart. Nothing's changed. Uh still pretty much on lockdown besides work, groceries, you know, things that have mm-hmm. to be done. Yeah, now for you. For so you. pretty much
0: the same here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, thanks Jens. Thanks for making yourselves available once again. <laughs> Uh, before we start, we just have to give a shout-out to our, one of our sponsors. Uh, the show is brought to you by uh, Labor Sports. Uh, they are an outlet selling original Under Armour footwear, sports gear, as well as casual apparel. Check them out, Labor Sports. Thank you so much. Gents, this is the UFC 252 podcast. Before we get into that card and everything that comes with it, I want to find out from you guys what has happened since UFC 251. That has spiked your interest or that caught your eye any any highlight between the last main event uh the main you know uh main promotion till to to this one till to date
1: uh for me there's a a few things i guess
0: okay. yeah feel free to speak brother Please. um
1: let's see the the flyweight uh main event card figuretor videos I thought it was lots of fun, a lot of fun fights, and a new champion at one twenty five and he has the fight with Cody coming up as well, so that was pretty big and then Robert Whitaker was Darren Till. I think those were the highlights for me, and he has a fight with Kenyaa now, so that's another quite uh, i guess important fight very important one, very important one.
0: Uh, Timba, anything that uh, picked your interest, made you believe once again that you are a fan of the best sport in the world.
2: Um, yeah, the latest thing was obviously this—the the last card um, uh, was there Chris Weidman uh, getting a win. That was—I was happy for him there because uh, he's had it rough of late. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was good to see him get a win. Um, and uh, uh, Derek Lewis, yeah, Derek Lewis, nice win for him as well. Uh, he is, yeah, I've always been a fan of him, of course. Very entertaining, nice guy. And uh, I'm interested to see where this takes him now because uh, he's got now three wins in a row. So I haven't heard. I don't know if, if there has been any announcement since then of what's next for him, but that's, that's, that'll be quite interesting to see what happens with him.
0: What would you like to see happen next? Keep in mind, Julian has got Dana White's number. For the fans listening, <laughs> what actually happened when Der- Robert a beat Darren Teal, we're talking on our group, and I th- I'm not sure if it's one of us, but I'm going to take the credit. It's my show. <laughs> I said I would like to see Whitaker versus Canoneer, Three days later, Dana White booked that very fight. And, you know, uh, Julian, definitely, because you're the new guy. So, I've told Temba and Tunga what I wanted to see. They haven't made it happen. So, I'm blaming you for that. I think <laughs> you have Dana White's number. So, Temba, choose wisely. Exactly. Who do you want to see Derek, Derek Lewis fight? Remember, two, Julian has got uh, Dana White's number.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's difficult because I th- okay, well, we have a heavyweight Championship match this weekend, so that will kind of set a foundation of, of where we're going from here. Um, if Cormier wins, I guess he wins and retires. If Stipe wins, uh, he then he he retains. So he will fight the next in line, which I think should be Francis Gagnon. Yeah. Um, so that I think, yeah, uh, if if Cormier um, wins and relinquishes. Possibly, I don't know if you see. I don't know if they'd say then Stipe versus Nganu for the vacant title, Nganu versus someone else. Um, but either way, I think Lewis one more fight and then and then a championship fight. Um, I'm not sure who he could fight though. It mustn't be Engano for sure. Engano must wait for the yeah. winner of this fight and then fight someone. He mustn't uh, so, get hasty. So and...
0: Jozinho probably win of Jazinho versus
2: Diego uh, Santos.
0: Mm. To face uh, Derek Lewis next,
2: Josino against.
0: I'm saying the winner of Josino uh, versus Santos. Okay, okay, yeah. You want to see the win? The win of that fight actually get Derek Lewis, regardless yeah. of who wins the title, because we are saying, whatever happens, it has Ganu is gonna be one half of the fight.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The championship. That that could be that could be a good fight. Um, I think that makes sense. I mean Josino did lose his last one, so it wouldn't it's not necessarily winner gets the champion. It's just that, you know, Lewis is fighting him and uh if he wins. But uh, yeah, I think that makes sense. Let's get to Santos winning and uh fighting Lewis. And then the winner there gets to fight Ngannou when he eventually has the belt.
0: Understood, understood. Because one thing okay, with every division, I do think that there's everyone has got title aspirations. But not a lot of these divisions have people with legitimate title aspirations. There's a lot been a lot of talk about does Cody Garbrandt really deserve to be facing the the new uh, fly uh, champion of the 125 division so early into his career? Not so early into his career, but without really having any statement wins on his on his journey to to the championship, uh, to the championship belt. So it's, it's it's a challenge as well. So, But when you look at the heavyweight division, there's numerous people that actually look like they can actually be number one contenders. I think it ha- this is the division that has the highest number of number one contenders, probably outside the light heavyweight. Yeah, that's I don't a... know. Do, do you guys agree with me? Or am I, I, I don't know if I of, agree
2: because, uh, okay, Stipe's champ fighting Cormier. I think the only real number one contender is Nganu. Everyone else isn't uh oh, Curtis Blades, uh what yeah. happened?
0: But but but, but 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 look at it, look at it this way. I'm just saying people that actually look like their number one contenders. Like after a Curtis Blades win, you can easily get excited and say he must face the champion next until you remind yourself, oh, there's Nganu there. But in other divisions, you can definitively look at the guy who's just won and actually say, nah, he needs two or three more fights. A lot of the guys in the heavyweight, in my opinion, look like they're just one fight away from getting that, that title, uh that title
2: shot. Possibly, possibly. Because I- I'm just looking at it in terms of, of um in terms of a streak. Right. Mm-hmm. So um Curtis Blades and Ngarnu are the two guys who are on streaks. Derek Lewis just won a fight Dos Santos lost his last fight. Trezino lost his last fight. Uh, Overeem won his last fight. maybe he's not there. (laughs) He's not not there, though, exactly, even though he won his last fight. So I think Mm -hmm. the only guys who are actually on a streak in terms of they've actually won a few fights so they can get a title is uh, Blades and Nganu. But I agree with you that in the heavyweight division, you literally need one big win, one statement win. And then uh you could be fighting in a championship eliminator where the winner gets the uh a title shot
0: true, true um so how excited are you about this card? I've looked at it you know the main card, especially from the bottom up, and it's 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 an exciting card, but only uh with the last three fights on the card. i don't know any am I missing something
1: Yeah, for me. Generally, I don't get really excited for heavyweight fights, because except when it's like Stipe and DC, because it's like usually a title on the line. Because it can get bad really quickly. So even the the Dos Santos-Jazzino fight, that could after round one, who knows what are going to get. And then the bantamweight fight, the John Dodson fight, Stack division, they're not really in the the upper echelon, upper tier, in, sort of, in terms of relevancy for that division. So that's also just, you know, could be an exciting fight, but with no real implications. Light heavyweight fight, it's light heavyweight, right? It's not a very exciting division right now. So for me, it's mainly the top two fights. So yeah, I think it might be a bit of an underwhelming night for me.
0: Timba, before you go ahead, do you think that uh, it's a result of Dana White having milked out so much during this COVID break? Because we've been enjoying a lot of fights. So at some Mm -hmm. point in time, it was supposed, I'm sure it's only natural that we had a bit of a downward trajectory in terms of the quality.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It has to happen. Uh, I mean, even the last card. Uh, it's not something I, I stayed up for, <laughs> you know, I watched it. Uh, I watched the repeat in the morning when I did wake up. So, uh, yeah, this. Uh, I guess it, we, we've been spoiled. We've been spoiled because we've had some great cards where top to bottom, it's been am- amazing. So now where we get one where three out of the five main events are, are good, uh, we kind of question it, but it's still um, – you know, be, before lockdown times, this would be a good card. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. We're always looking forward to see Sean O'Malley. I think he's kind of uh, on, um, he's quite hyped up at the moment by the UFC and the MMA world in general. Uh, Judo DeSantos, I'm always happy to see. He's one of my favorites. John Dodson, as well as uh, I've always liked him. So hoping he can get a win. And, yeah, so I'll, I will be paying attention to the last four fights.
0: Understood, understood. Let's get into those fights. Let's get into those fights. Um, you know, the, you've spoken about the last four. Let's talk about the fight that's before, um, you know, uh, Santos and Rosenstrike. Mm. Uh, what are you expecting to see? Who do, you, who do you give the nod to in that one?
2: I don't know them, but I see that uh, the one dude's from Dagestan. So <laughs> 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 it's, uh, it's it's always interesting watching these guys, um, these these Russians, and seeing what they can do. Uh, who's this guy who fought against uh, Chris Weidman this
1: weekend? Um, um, Akmedov. Akmedov or something.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure his name, but him too. Like just just seeing his. Uh, because anyone that resembles Khabib in any way, all of a sudden, yeah, just, it just has a lot of hype. Whether they look like him, whether they're from Russia, whether you know, it doesn't matter. So uh, I am kind of interested to see what this guy's about.
1: Actually, I just saw now. I think is this not the fight where? Uh, like, I think this is a rematch. It's, it is a rematch, right? Okay. I think this is the one where there's like a controversy where. Um, Kutulaba, Kutelaba, mm-hmm. was like faking, like getting rocked and then the ref stopped it or something. Oh, I think this is yeah. not sure. I
0: remember. Yeah, it, it, you should be right. That controversial one, I remember. I remember.
1: Something weird like that happened because they're literally fighting. They fought in March. So, and it ended in like 40 seconds. So okay. yeah. So that could make it interesting, just like some drama.
2: As yeah well, no that's good then I, who i'll pick him for that one
1: <laughs> i mean if he doesn't i have no idea <laughs> the guy's are clearly prone to antics i'll pick the tagistani
2: the <laughs> all right can't go wrong with September. the tagistani
1: yeah, exactly. i'm, going I'm with gonna the pick the tagistani
2: well. as well and uh, i'll i'll watch uh when we're done here i'll actually take a look at that previous fight since it's only 40 seconds <laughs>
0: Yeah, Uh All right. All right, gents. And uh, Santos Rosenstrike, Rosenstrike coming off a loss. Uh, he's sitting at 10 and one. Um, I'm sure Santos lost his last fight, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he's coming yes. in at 21 and seven. Um, gents I know it's hard to get excited about these heavyweight bouts, um, you know, but walk me through this one. What does Santos need to do to, 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 to walk out of the W?
1: Well, for me, he just... I can't quite remember what happened in the Curtis fight, but if you're getting killed by Curtis Blade, I, I, I imagine he got backed up in the cage again and then got killed. And then against Francis, that was just... It's just Francis. What can you do? And Jairzinho is a power puncher as well. I don't know. this I might be worried for Dos Santos, although he's a He's a fan fighter and like a legend as well
0: Tunga, thank you so much for joining us. uh your thoughts on Santos versus Rosenstrike?
3: okay gentlemen uh apologies i'm late uh I'm literally walking home right now i think i'm I'll be
0: indoors in the next let's
3: say five minutes, but uh five minutes is all Santos needs to take <laughs> <care> of business <laughs> you see? <laughs> oh, it might be a power puncher. I, I I I don't take that away from him, but Dos Santos always has has always. I won't say he's got a he's got a good chin because uh, Fran. But hey, when it comes to Francis and Daniel, it doesn't matter if you have a chin or you don't. If the guy if the guy touches you, you're going out. But I'm sure you'll have a game plan. Wrestle the guy, put him down, submit him, or just don't. Don't be because here's the thing. Big boy is more for kickboxers, so uh, it's it's not too wise to stand stand and fight him because next thing is kicking you, and as you're looking out for the kicks, then the punch comes. So, but I, I I'll, I'll 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 give the fight to Dos Santos because of one thing. He's he's a more experienced fighter, and I'm sure with if it sticks to his game plan, wrestle the guy, because that's what DC. That's what D.C. said when, when it came to the Francis and Gamma fight. If it were me, I would have wrestled the guy quickly. Not, not even... You, you go for the legs. So I think the same, the same should apply to Big Boy. Go for the legs, take him down, submit him. And I know Dos Santos has got the ability to submit.
0: But, but, but also, you've mentioned a good point there before Temba comes in with his thoughts. But I just want to probe something. You've mentioned how Rosenstrike is, is a kickboxer, and I really think that his kicking um, and his ability to actually use his legs is very underrated um, when people think about him. We always think about the power punches. But wouldn't you say he would have a better shot standing up with Santos? Santos, I've seen him looking quite gassed when it comes to you know fighting in the phone booth and uh, being asked questions um, while on his feet.
3: Well, true, true. Um, the problem is, the problem is, Santos is is well, he, he's been he's been around the block. His power is known, right? And when you're dealing with an unknown entity like Big Boy, then the question is, do you really want to go and experiment in the cage with him? Right? You know the guy can grapple. You know the guy is not a wrestler. Put him down. Right? Put him down. But now the problem is, yeah, who's this one? Is um, is the same with, you know, if you rush into a knee, then you're lights out, right? You rush into a knee, you're being asked when you're lights out. So, I'm not too sure if Big Boy has got the knees to prevent a takedown. If not, Dos Santos should run in, take him down, ground and pound submission. Because uh, I think. Look at the the Derek Lewis and DC fight. DC said their are levels to this game, and I believed them for one good reason. He knew that he was not going to punch, stand toe to toe with who's this one? Derek Lewis. What did he go? Do? What did he do? He went for the legs, took the big bird, took the giant down, and from there was submission game all over. So if Dos Santos can grapple, I think he has to. <laughs> and then we wait to see a kickboxing match and it will be it won't even be a slugfest. it could be like uh like like you know you know the in and out you know where, where where fighters are really scared of each other and they're not doing anything put the guy down let's see the match let's see if big boy can wrestle Timber, your thoughts Timber is knocked out. <laughs> Timber,
0: Timber, you were still with us? Okay, while Timber is uh, on an ad break, um, <laughs> I, I I really think that uh, you know uh, Dos Santos will try and do that, but if Big if Big Boy does try to fight while well, um, breaking out of the clinch with that knockout power. I can foresee an uppercut just shutting out uh, Dos Santos's lights. Your thoughts, Julian, on that one?
1: Yeah, the wrestling again. Another problem I have with heavyweights. If you try a wrestle and you fail, they're gonna gas out. It's almost ninety-nine percent likely. So, I think that's a like a good strategy for Dos Santos because I can't really recall. Uh, jazinho getting into, like, grappling exchanges. It's no, usually, like... That guy. Yeah, usually, like, fights end in, like, a minute or something except, like, when he goes getting beat up by Overeem and then, like, did that miracle. a KO at the end. So, yeah, that's, I think, it's a viable strategy. But if he fails and he gasses out, yeah, that's not gonna... It's gonna... I uh... You mean,
0: I think you mean walk-off knockout, not miracle. I don't <laughs> see anything miraculous over that.
1: I mean it was like a literal last sec it's fair, fair enough.
0: He he tore he the man's lips.
1: Own, he produced he tore, his own miracle. My say.
0: goodness. He tore the man's lips. If I was over him, I would never fight a day again. <laughs> I'm shocked he came back. I'm shocked his wife allowed him to come back. I said it on the what? show the other time. I don't think she loves him. Piladi, what's the <laughs> lip in the fight? What's a lip in a fight? Ah my man, man. I'm I'm not coming back. If my lip gets torn like that with one punch, I'm not coming back.
1: Who's this guy? Who's this
0: guy? And Uh, I'm divorcing my missus if she
1: allows me to get back in the ring. (laughs) I'm telling you. She's ain't no love. She likes personality, (laughs) bro. Don't worry.
3: (laughs) Who's the British guy? The British um middleweight guy. Well, what's his name? Michael Uh, Bisping. Michael Bisping. He lost the eye
0: but still fought. Well, that's different circumstances. I'm saying that guy (laughs) Dude, that's a walk-off knockout, and your lip gets busted like that
1: after you're winning the fight. I'm easy. telling you, you
0: there's levels to this. Like you said about DC, there's levels to this losing. That's a bad loss. I'm not coming back after that. Uh, I'm not sure if Timber's gonna come back. Timber, you back? Okay, yeah. Uh, Santos Rosen Strike. Your thoughts? Tunga was advocating I'm, that grapples and wrestles the whole time. Um, I think Julian was inclined in that direction as well. I was just saying I see Dos Santos wanting to do that. And if I'm Rosenstrike, I'm looking to get him with a nice sweet uppercut in and out of the clinch. Your thoughts?
2: Yeah, Rosenstrike is a knockout artist. He His best chance to win is to keep it standing and and go for a, a heavy punch. But uh, so uh, that being said, I, I did hear Toga say DC said that, um, I, I remember when DC said he just would have wrestled it, at, but at whatever DC says is gold. So that's definitely the right strategy for this fight for Dos Santos. Uh, I would not want to be standing with a guy like... Uh, like uh, Rosen Strike. So for for the yeah, he must take him down. So it's three rounds, um, and he he should he should be able to win it if he's not if he's not careless Understood. and doesn't Understood. get hit with. A, I know I'm
0: going on a bit of a tangent, uh, but with a knockout punch. Join me in my fantasy world. Um, Francis Ngannou gets to become a champion at some point. At some point, are we looking at a dynasty At a dynasty in the, in the heavyweight division?
3: An African dynasty, right?
0: Okay, African dynasty in the heavyweight division. I'll go with Tunga's uh, term there of endearment. But what do you guys think? I mean, if I know there's so much to happen, we still haven't spoken about Miochich Komiye, but I'm just saying if and when, it's, it almost feels inevitable that at some point, Nganu is going to be the heavyweight champion. And if that does happen, are we seeing a dynasty? You know, yes, we did mention that a lot of these guys look like number one contenders, but also they don't look like they can walk past Nganu. What's your thoughts? If Nganu gets that title someday in the future, maybe in 2021, um, is anyone ever going to beat him? Especially that we're losing an experienced wrestler, an experienced champion in the form of DC.
3: Uh let me let me go first before Tim and Julian uh you know steer up the port too much. <laughs> Francis Ngannou winning the heavyweight championship would uh how def- he, he probably has to change his name from the predator to the dictator. He will not <laughs> go. He will not go. <laughs> and, and will not go. They might, have, they might as well create a second belt. An interim belt whenever Francis comes to Africa to relax. They create an interim belt. That's my tip. But um, that said, should, should Francis Ngannou lose to Stipe again? I feel like uh, Francis Ngannou is, might now might either transition into boxing. Because remember, he's, he's, a, he's a boxing fan. He has always wanted to box. And he now has the connections. He now has the, what you call it, the media personal, media following for him to branch out from mixed martial arts into boxing. So it's like his athlete heel is wrestling, right? Is wrestling. So would he want to wrestle? Would he want to continuously to fight competitor after competitor or lose to another wrestler? I think he would go to boxing if he loses. But if he wins, no one is signing that contract easily. I I I think there might be an indemnity for, for life and death. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Tunga, as always. Um Temba, your thoughts.
2: Uh, yeah, I think uh uh, DC wins on Saturday, he relinquishes the title, it goes into retirement, then maybe December we can see um, Ngannou against someone for the title, Ngannou wins it, of course, and will there be a dynasty? I, it's the heavyweight division, the heavyweight division just doesn't go like that, but uh, you know, guys win it. They hold it for one fight. And two how many? Fights, how many? Maybe how many defenses? three. Defense, right, three only. The only person that to hold it as long as he average, has. Oh, defend. Yeah. That's bang average. Yeah, yeah. Three defenses. Yeah, only. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I, I don't. I mean, just, just based on that, that is the heavyweight division, and that doesn't happen in the heavyweight division. Um, then also, you know, Derek Lewis on Saturday was, or Sunday morning, was, he was looking on point. He was looking sharp. And uh, his ground game, I mean, does Nganu have a ground game, guys? Does he? Because the day will come when someone's just going to take him down and do what they want with him. So uh, I, I hope he, he works on that. Uh, he's working on that now while he's waiting for his title shot. But yeah, maybe... Depends he fights. Maybe one or
0: okay, two so defences. no dynasty for Teber, really, Unfortunately, I know I'm digressing. Forgive me, Jens. It's the heavyweight division.
1: So it's here just here it um, dynasty, like I said, it's, it's heavyweight, right? You, you can just... like Kind of like how oh, Nkandu just wins fights at the chaos. That could just happen to him, randomly as well. And I really... But at the same time, I don't really have faith in the heavyweights like that. So, you know, a dynasty of heavyweight is like four or five title defenses. I'm sure he could do it. Then he retires. I'm sure he's like in his 30s now as well. So, yeah, maybe four or five defenses. If he gets it, which is a different story altogether. Okay. All
0: right. you, you're, a bit wool. you're a bit lukewarm there. Um, with whether he will ever take it to September, he says when he takes it. Of course, I'm saying it's a surety. <laughs> Tunga is sure, gents. Uh, I, I don't also mean to to stir the pot, but Julian is quite the Kamaru Usman hater. Uh, we'll talk about whoa, that whoa, another, whoa, whoa. at another time. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> the room... Wow! Should I bring out the receipts from the WhatsApp group? <laughs> 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 That's it, gents. Uh, One of the, you know, the UFC is just one of these, um, I watch a lot of sports. And for me, one reason why I love the NFL is the NFL is one of the most storied sports brands in the world, in my opinion. There's just so many stories happening. There's so many characters and the UFC seems like a breeding ground. To a lesser extent, of course, because there's less fighters than there are NFL players. But, I mean, there's always a new story popping up. There's always a new guy that seems to come in and capture the whole world. Uh, if it's not Masvidal with two wins in a year and he becomes a superstar and he's on the cover of Uf- of the UFC game. Uh, you know, Tom, t- talk to me about the Sugar Show. Are you buying the Sugar Show, Shane O'Malley? Uh, do I- Don't this- all go at once.
3: <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll I'll go first. I'll go first. I don't know this guy. I don't know this guy. <laughs> like a fun McGregor knockoff. I don't know this guy. Right? But I feel like Dana White is good at creating hype. Right? And remember the UFC ever since the um ever since the WMEG, the well, when, when they did the whole buyout, they're now more into the entertainment part, they're trying to market, they're going global. So, fair enough. This O'Malley guy comes in, he's you know, he's, he seems fluid and confident. Fair enough, fair enough. But the problem with pushing fighters is that when they crumble to competition, you lose your star. And Dana White, in keeping the integrity of the UFC, they have to allow the the fight to happen in the octagon they shouldn't allow the fight to happen in the in the boardrooms that's why you you see when ronda rousey fell you know you've got now mean killers in the in the division ronda rousey can never come back when you got uh, okay conor mcgregor is an exception um when you've got why? <laughs> when you've got other when you've got other celebrities that come in cm punk for one you know the octagon will show who's who. Who's the baddest man in that division will always be shown in the octagon. The UFC can give you as many chances as they can, but you only get that hype until you you call out the mean killers. Who's this? Who's this Dagestani guy who's calling out Usman? That's another hype train about to derail. That's another hype train about to derail. You don't call out a Nigerian nightmare. You don't. But you know what? It will make all the headlines and break all the pay-per-view records for the next fight should he win against Usman. Because it's an upset. So, yeah, that's my take. Uh, this O'Malley guy, I wish him all the best. But if he's, if he's, if he's running on steam... <laughs> uh, run on steam. <laughs>
0: the little laughter at the end there. So, Tunga, you ain't uh, taking anything out of the sugar <laughs> bowl. Um, Julian?
1: Um... I'm not with the Sugar Show just yet, but I understand why people are kind of like, I can see it. Like the style, you know, he does spinning stuff. He chaos people. The fame. The, the personality. The fame,
0: The walk-off knockouts. That right
1: hand. Precisely. The charisma. It's all there. Like, I can see why. This weekend will be Could be like where I buy my ticket because this is a tough fight. Like, I like uh, Marlon Vera as a fighter. I think he's pretty well-rounded. Smart fighter as well. So, this could be like a, this is like a a litmus test for the Sugar Show. So, let's see. So, I'm not, I'm not there. Okay, so you're not. But I get why you're not
0: buying a timber.
2: Yeah, so (laughs) do I like the guy? Yes, I love him. He's great. Um I enjoy watching his fights. He's entertaining. I enjoy him backstage and on on social media, whatever. Before before you go forward, do you follow him on Uh, Twitch? Uh I'm following YouTube. Do I think uh huh? no i don't i don't follow him on those but if i'm seeing um on youtube a uh, a video that's just mentioning mm-hmm. any mma news mm-hmm. or whatever and i see a clip of him there okay. uh, i see he promotes himself quite a bit but no I, i'm not following him but uh, yeah so in terms of am i on the train do i like the guy yes i do uh in terms of do i think he's as good as some people say he is i don't know um I mean, he's undefeated. He's winning uh, in spectacular fashion. But uh, I, must, I do disagree with Tunga where he says Dana, the way Dana pushes people or whatnot. Cool. But I don't think Dana's pushing Sean O'Malley. I think Sean O'Malley's pushing himself. Uh, his last fights, it's not big fights, blockbuster fights that have been given to him by Dana or anything. He's called out all the people that he's fighting. He called out Eddie Wineland. He's now called out uh, Marlon Vera. So it's he's just getting what he wants because he calls the people. They're accepting for whatever reason. They see a, it as a good matchup for themselves, so they accept. So I, I don't think Dana or the UFC themselves have anything to do with his push uh, from what I have seen in those clips and uh, in news reports of his uh, social media and stuff I see him promoting himself I see him posting videos talking a lot dressing up all fancy um, you know he 's the one who did his own hair crazy colors so I think he 's just another guy following in connor 's footsteps and bisping 's footsteps and and Chael and everyone else just pushing himself really uh, where it will end up we don 't know because the fights he's the people he's calling out aren't top ranked contenders. He's he's calling out fights that he thinks he can win, which is great strategy. Uh, great strategy, I think, because you know, the more he keeps winning, the more experience he'll get, the more money he'll get, and the more people will get to know him before he eventually takes a loss down the road or takes a fight but, but, down so the road. So are you telling me he called on Vera, contender? You know, so, I, I've watched him, a little bit of Vera, opinion.
0: but not not that much. And I've been doing my research on him. He looks like a monster, Julian. He he looks. Malon Vera looks like he's a killer. I know he's got a fifteen-six yeah, and one record, but I mean, he looks legit.
1: Yeah, for me, like he's improved quite a bit. So, yeah, I think it's a tough test for. Yeah. So like the record isn't fantastic, but I think it's a tough it's, one. It is, because
0: Vera does look strong. like he's got a, an exquisite ground yeah. game and he knows how to get someone to submit. And like uh, Timber's rightfully saying, most of O'Malley's fights are not against the top guys and pretty much have been against strikers who aren't willing to go for for takedowns against O'Malley. And probably that's why he always scores a walk-off, uh, a walk-off knockout. Because I don't think Eddie Wineland tried to... I don't remember the fight, um, you know, blow for blow. But, I mean, I don't think he tried to take him down that much. And Vera is definitely going to try and stop that, yeah. uh, get out of the of the way of that right hand. And he also looks like a fighter because I don't think he's going to fall for many of those fates. So, it's going to be a very tough one for, for for Sean O'Malley. But on my side, I'm I'm not buying the hype. I, I see what, what, what he has. <laughs> I see what it's all about. But I'm... You know, I, I like keeping a distance. I keep a distance from him. So unlike Timber, I'm not clicking on his YouTube promotion videos or news about him, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, let's see. If at least he can win this one. I'm, I'm, I'm with Julian. I'm buying a ticket after this one. Especially if he can, if he can, you know, knock him out. I'm definitely buying a ticket. Because yeah, those South be. Americans, they don't play, bro. Yeah. And if you can beat that guy, okay.
2: Okay. Mm. He is coming off a loss, uh, Marlon Vera. I I I didn't watch the fight, so I'm not sure what happened. It was a decision, but I I don't know how he fought anything. But, uh, yep. Okay. Yeah. So, in terms of, um, uh, you know, Marlon, you you say you've done your research on Marlon, been watching, and he looks dangerous. You, You know, not to say O'Malley's picking fights that he thinks are easy wins, but he's picking fights against guys who kind of have a name not anywhere, uh, so they're not too dangerous. So, and things that you know, he's taking it one step at a time, trying to test himself and show things he, that he can do. That that's yeah, that's my opinion. He's not taking like too, this gentleman challenging too quickly. Too many Nigerian guys, guys Niger- come in and to, yeah. already they want to fight the best. Write him an email, High derail. <laughs> send,
0: send him an email. <laughs> that <that's>, guy. <laughs> but 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 that, but that said, it, it, it's going to be an interesting night for. For Shane O'Malley, a lot of pressure. I was surprised watching (laughs) um, the vlog series that his best friend actually is his coach as well. Um, And he's only got like one man training him. I know it's COVID times, but every other fighter that we've seen, or fighters of note, have had a sort of team around them. You know, grappling coach, striking coach, uh, jiu-jitsu coach. You know, um, do, do you think that's a wise decision? Let's remove the best friend tag, but do you really think that's a wise decision? Wise decision to have one man Run the show.
3: I know for a guy who's got a girlfriend as a coach.
0: Wow! <laughs> Be- before he came, he brought his girlfriend. Didn't he lose his last fight? He <laughs> with
1: the UFC encyclopedia here. Who'd, um, what's his name again? Um, Mike. Yeah. Perry. Did you not lose his fight before he came with yeah, his girlfriend? No. Yeah, Mike. Perry yeah, he did. did. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tsunga, and then he won, we disqualif-
0: no, we he- you want to disqualify no, disqualify you point there. but but on on the real gens <laughs> one coach can you really get that far with one coach?
1: I mean if like if it's only like one person doing everything I don't think so but like you can have like like Justin KC and like Trevor Whitman or like they have, like, a close relationship. He's, like, the head guy. But there are other guys doing stuff. Like, if one guy's doing a strength and conditioning and you're striking and you're grappling and you're, like, tactical stuff, yeah, that's a bit... I don't know about that. Recipe for disaster. Tunga, your thoughts? Um, one man band.
3: Okay. Uh, for me, I think these people are professionals. So, in as much as it's ideal to have a full camp, Sometimes you don't have a full camp because you know you're doing the whole COVID pre- precautions and everything. So you're a professional, you have had the benefit of having all these different types of coaches, uh, trainers, uh, sparring partners. So just for this one, just for this, why uh, you call just for this limited period, you then have your specialist coach, your coach, who's doing the general touch ups for you just to be in shape. I think it's a. It, uh, it works out well for um, for this limited uh, period, but it it should never be used as a substitute for a full camp, because a full camp gets you all the round knowledge and you know your conditioning, uh, your exercise and everything, and even strategy wise, you know, someone always has to. You need a you need a soundboard to bounce off certain ideas. So if you're just the two of you, I guess you could be eating, you could be drinking each other's Kool-Aid, you know. And then the next thing you get the knock you get knocked out in five seconds, and you're like, "What happened, coach?" And the coach is like, "I don't know, so the full camp is ideal, but the, right now the world is not ideal, so yeah, we'll see.
0: Timber. No, no. Um, it's, it's actually. Uh, I haven't the, seen that.
2: Um, it's actually was this the, promo, in the last in the promo uh, the, embedded.
0: The one, the the whole fight uh, Where promo. Where you say
2: he's got one coach, the one yep. that shows, yeah, yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that. Yeah. So it's, so he's got one it, coach. Uh, I remember look, his coach it from, actually from the looks last like fight. Because his best friend. You're saying that's, his, his, only seen, only like, coach, that's his only coach. That's his only person member but of his team. I couldn't find
0: any. Uh, highlights that would show his corner. So I might be wrong. Maybe it's just for this for this fight, mm-hmm. like Tunga saying it's COVID, and probably these guys were out of town or they can't be trusted to come back into the circle. Um, but but on the chance that that's his one guy, can you really say you you can be successful okay. having one guy doing everything?
2: no the more people you have in your corner the better uh, not actually in your corner on the night of the fight but in your training camp um because you know diff- different people are experts at different things there's grappling there's jujitsu, there's striking there's it's all kinds of things um there's um strength and conditioning etc so I-, I don't see how one person can be a master of all of those elements of the- of mma and um you can definitely learn from having actual experts in each specialty. So if that is the case, uh, that's not good for him. Not to say he won't win, but uh, it's, it's definitely Understood. not.
0: Understood. I think we just lost Julio. Uh, I'll see if you can try, to, uh, try and log back on. But we, let's talk about the big one, gents. Um, the trilogy. Woo. It's rare to get trilogies in, in, in the UFC. Uh, but when they do come, they seem to always be a special occasion. Too bad there's no crowd um, on that day because I remember when it was the second fight, the crowd was going bananas um, throughout the the rounds that we got to see. Uh, Stipe Miocic versus Daniel Cormier. Who wins this one? Timba, you can start. Oh, I should start. Daniel Cormier okay.
2: wins. All right.
0: Like, can't
3: say wins. Daniel Come. and keep quiet.
2: <laughs> That's it. He wins. <laughs> There's nothing else that can happen. It's it's his destiny. He's the better fighter. He 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 got overconfident in his last fight. He was having too much fun in there. And he didn't stick to his game plan. His coaches were telling him to stick to the game plan. He was not listening. He was letting his ego and his confidence get ahead of it. And uh, ex exploited that with those body shots. He-, he hit him with one. He saw how it was working. He saw how DC got hurt and he kept on doing it. And that was it. A fluke okay. in wow. the words of… And, every- and
0: everyone actually says no fluke will happen DC's this weekend. win in the first one was a fluke. Because of that, I don't know what it was. Was it a right uppercut, an elbow cut? I don't know what to call that. That, that actually... Yeah, but that that looks, like, that looks more, like, more like... The elbow, a yeah. He got, a, to, he got on the inside of it um, and elbowed it. What oh, Stipe that's... did, because those body shots. Was it not like 13 in that round? Like 13 body shots in that round before Stipe started teeing off. But let me not uh, get into that too, man. Mm?
2: That that's that's exactly it. The DC should never have let it get to that, and he knows it. And his team told him because he should have well, he should have taken Stepe down was it, and was just grounded
0: him out. I'm counting the rounds. He got Too
2: confident, and point. too cocky up there. Should have been.
0: Okay, Tunga, your thoughts? Who wins that fight?
2: Uh, I don't Stipe recall.
3: Yogi. Stipe wins. Right? Why? Because the first fight, nine out of ten, does uh, do I lose that fight? That was keepers' words. Nine out of ten. That was the one out of ten that DC won. That was the one out of ten. Now, I, I know there's always there's always uh, what you call it, um, what word? Well, what, what word? A, a fantasy or you know, a belief that a wrestler can always win a fight. Because the ability of a wrestler to put the fight to the ground is okay. It's, it, 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 it's one of those triangles. I think it's the base of martial arts. That's what, the, that's what they all say. If you can put your person to the ground, your chances of you winning it, fair enough. But oh, let's also look at Stipe Miyagi. This guy is also a wrestler. But you know what he's good at, that DC is not good at? Striking. Right? So Steeper is willing to go down, is willing to go down, is willing to be wrestled down. But what he's good at is also getting into those fighting positions and also wrestling on the ground too. The fight with DC this time, in as much as DC might want to take it down, you will realize that Steeper is in it for the long run, and DC has cardio problems. Look at his concentration always fades in round four or five. Look at the fight with John Jones right? He fades in round four, five. His weight comes into, oh, fair enough, is not overweight, but his cardio comes into question. And, you know, you, you could train with Kane Velasquez, but you, you're, not, you're not the cardio king, right? Round four and five, the guy will get tired, and when you get tired, your brain becomes slower, and, you, and when your brain becomes slower, you're standing up because you want to breathe. Because if you're, if, you're, if you're on the ground, you're not breathing. You want to stand up. And when you stand up, that's when you get those body shots. That's when you get your weak, well, that's when you get your liver worked on. And I know my man Stepe will do the business. He will do the business. Firefighters aren't firefighters for nothing.
2: The, the only man who won't be breathing on Saturday and on Sunday in that fight is Stepe because he will be being smothered by DC smothered so bad. I, gonna, I, I, it's going to be like I, I, like what Khabib does to his opponents, to what, what he did to... Julian, welcome back. Tunga says Stipe that's, that's what this fight uh, is going to be like. Temba
0: says DC will win this fight. I think you got oh, uh, the basis of what Temba is saying. Um, suffocate, yeah. al- annihilate, and... Um, <laughs> Temba is you <know>. just emotional. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Temba. <laughs> okay, Temba,
2: Temba. <laughs> of course I'm emotional, emotional. this is the, wow. this is uh, the greatest heavyweight uh, of all time you we're talking about here one?
1: Daniel Cormier uh, I have to apologize to Timber in advance yeah I'm Thank was sleeping you. Yeah. like DC wrestled in the first fight not in the first one sorry the, the second one where like he did the lift and stuff then he kind of like wrestling is very taxing and again, these are heavyweights, right? I don't think DC could wrestle the whole time because, like, Stipe can, like, like um, grapple defensively. DC's probably going to gas out if he wrestles, in my opinion. And then, yeah, standing up... For me, the, the main story of the fight is those body shots, right? It took, like, Stepe a whole fight to figure out to hit him in the body. That was like the adjustment that saved him. Otherwise, he's going to lose that fight, right? Definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. It was 4-0 four, four at that point. And Stepe yeah. had the nuance to understand that go for the body, and he's got 13 body shots in that round.
1: 13, exactly. but 13. So, for me... Well, yeah, for me... It, 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 that, going that's like, just it. So I, I think the problem is it's lose. not
3: it was DC's fight to yeah. lose. You see, a guy who wrestles will always take the fight to the ground. But if you're, if you're fighting with someone who's also comfortable and understanding the game plan, like, look, there's no need for me to out-wrestle myself uh, out of this position to stand up only to go down again because you also lose energy. Remember, yeah, had used the same tactic against Ngano. He realized, look, I cannot go toe-to-toe with this guy. But you know what? I'll eat one punch, take him down, and then make him uncomfortable down, but I won't fight him down. I'll just take him down. And then now Francis and Ngannou is starting to gas out. And that's the same thing that's going to happen to D.C. He's going to take Steeper down, but Stipe will not use his energy to stand up. He will simply wrestle with him down there as long as he prevents his submission. But D.C. will get tired. And when he gets tired, he stands up. Look at the head kick he got from John Jones. The guy had his hands down. That's how tired he gets. He puts his hands down on his tummy, to be very
0: specific.
1: <laughs> I think the body shots, because like...
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: He was, he was, if,
0: fighting, against if, he was fighting against the cheater. He was fighting against the guy you on you just get your card revoked. Take back this statement. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, you can go ahead. Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Thank you, I, You're the voice of
3: Pickle reason.
1: Picograms. Allegedly. Imagine. Anyway, like, for me, like, I made that one adjustment to win the first, the second fight. Is DC going to, like, like take care of that adjustment? Is he going to take care of the body shots? Is Stipe going to figure out a new adjustment if DC does? For me, that's like the main, the main story. Because I'm sure Stipe from the beginning is going to try like exploit that weakness. And I have no idea what DC is going to do. DC is what, like 14? Like That's been like a weakness of his whole his career. So is he going to just change up now? Is he going to wrestle? Potentially gas out? Does DC even submit guys like that? This just Yeah, I don't know. It's not really looking good for DC.
0: But for but me. but now the the my my one question would be how do you stop body shots? Because going back to Jorge Masvidal versus Usman, I'm not talking about the whole fight, I just want to talk about body shots. I look I would look at those body shots and actually look at them and think you can't stop a good body shot. It's not the first time yeah. I'm hearing anyone say DC must make a plan to stop body shots. How do you stop body shots? Are you going to grab his hand every time he tries to, to hit you?
1: Well, I think the, well, the thing is with DC, a lot of the heavyweights, or even light heavyweights for that matter, aren't going to exploit that. They're just not that, they're not that good. John did that, like that head kick. DC, on top of being gassed, He had to drop his hands to take care of his body because he's going to get kicked again. True. Then he got hit in the head. I think you need, like, it'll be like things like footwork, you know, countering body shots to like discourage body shots and stuff. Like, that's the stuff you need to do. Can DC just learn to do that when he's 40? He's probably going to like have to cover up his body, which leaves the head. Or I don't know. I have no idea. What
3: he's gonna to try to actually? All right, if it's I tough. Jump in, if I may jump in, DC, yeah. need not need not to you know do so much with regards to avoiding body shots. ETC. You, know, you know, a punch, you know, a fight is a fight for that reason. You know, it's, and remember, unlike boxing, where you've got gloves that limit the surface hmm. area of, that increase the surface area, but it also allows you to you know protect yourself a little bit more. Uh, MMA gloves. Yeah. Allow you to be very precise in where you hit. Fair enough. Uh, my problem with DC when I when I look at it, especially when it comes to Steeper, is that if he takes Steeper to the ground, Steeper is not going to be like Rumble Johnson, who's going to try and use all his energy to get up. He's not going to be like uh, Derek Lewis, who's going to try and use his energy to get up. No. Steeper is comfortable being on the ground and Uh, smothering it down there, right? Then the question is, does DC have a submission game that we really don't... Because DC has always won his his ground game with a choke. When someone is trying to get up, then DC is on your back and there the... the, What you call it? The hand is underneath your chin. It's it's locked in tight. I haven't seen him do a Kimura lock. I haven't seen him try a leg submission or anything like that. So because DC... Only has one arsenal on the ground, unless he's been, has been, you know, Khabib told him something recently. I don't know, but if he doesn't have anything, if he stands up, he's get, look. The guy has a lot of body. No way Stipe is gonna miss. No way. In fact, Stipe can tag me in, and I still won't miss myself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right no i hear you i hear you anyone else with some thoughts before i i kind of chime in with or, or let me just go i think you know it's sad because i was hoping that the panel would be split two two um because it would make it a bit more exciting but uh timber i'm sorry you you're on your own on dc island
3: I really feel like you don't need really to be sorry like because some I'll, I'll be, I'll be the
0: winner. On Saturday, I'm not, so I'm and you right. know what scares me the most? I usually go with fighters that I like when picking up picking up uh, on these fights, and I don't like Stipe at all. Like I do not. I cannot. I just don't. Maybe when he showed his daughter in the video, I started like, okay, all right, this guy is pretty cool, but he's just not a guy that. I would go and watch his highlights. I respect his fights. I respect how he fights. I respect the man, but I just don't like him. And for me to pick him as a winner, I really think the odds are against Sutemba. I'm not saying I'm an oracle, but I'm just saying. So I really think, you know, DC has a lot that he needs to do <clears> to get it right. He has promised time and time again, even when you're still on the Ariel Alwani Halu- show, before the fight was confirmed, saying if this fight is booked, I'm going to wrestle um, the shit out of myself. I'm going to go all out. I'm going to go on my shield and go out. I, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping there's some jokes in there. I'm hoping he's not 100% committing to the wrestling because if that doesn't work and if you've been planning to wrestle the whole time and if your striking is not up to, up to where it needs to be, it's going to be a very long 25 minutes. But then again, he was winning the first four rounds in the second fight. So it's also not like Stepe is going to come out and be Jet Lee all of a sudden. You know, in as much as he's a dangerous fighter, he was seeing uh, seeing ghosts in the first, in the second fight. So it's going to be an interesting one, but I really just think Stepe will edge him a little bit.
3: Guys, it's not good for the division if DC with, let's be honest.
0: I I really don't buy that. Maybe other divisions, but I really don't buy that because even if DC wins and he retires, like uh, I don't know if it was Julian or Timber, they were saying before you came on Tunga that then December you could always book a Nganu Stipe if he's fit. I know it's August. Will he be fit in the next four months? Probably. Depending on what type of damage Stipe takes. Or you can actually go <laughs> Nganu, Derek Lewis, Nganu, Curtis Blaze for an interim probably and book uh, for next March. May uh Ganustipe. But I don't think it will I don't think it's it's this is not the bantam wage where triple C is gonna walk out and we you know we, we have to scrape the bottom of the barrel to get Jose Aldo to come in there with Peter Yan. No, um
3: I think for me it's more to say if you if your champion, if your champion with the longest uh, with the with the longest winning streak, right, loses to a to a guy who's now retiring and he retires with the belt. It curses the division in the sense that no one can ever claim to be a champion because the champion left, vacated the belt. You understand? George St. Pierre can come back in in the middleweight division and say, look, I am the champion. And really now, as a promoter, now you have to think, okay, now I have to really Consider this guy because he is a champion. He wasn't defeated for the champion. He is a champion. Look at look look at what happened to John Jones. He got stripped, went away. The division thought it moved on. But when John Jones came back and said, no, no, no. That's not it. That's not the belt. I've got the belt. What do you do? It's good for promotion, yes. But look at look at how the train is literally stopped in its tracks. say no no we can't move forward until we address the who's the king and i'm saying dc should lose and retire in peace and allow francis and gun to step in and retire the croatian because it's time for africa to take over.
0: more power to you my brother with an african speech julian Julian, are you still there? Okay, Timber, your thoughts on the whole? On the whole, if DC takes the bout, it cripples the division. I I disagree, Uh, yeah. I I don't buy that. Nah, it, it can't, it can't
2: because. Um, Then, as I was actually going to mention GSP when I was uh, hearing that, and I'm glad he mentioned GSP himself. I mean, it it doesn't take anything away from the current, let's say, welterweight champion from when he originally retired, or middleweight champion from when he retired again, Um, just as this will not take anything away from any future heavyweight champion. And just like our current bantamweight champion, uh, no one's saying he's not the real champion. Um, it's you know the sport moves on. DC's 41. He's not going to be making another uh, a run at this. He's not going to come out of retirement for anyone. Uh, I hear Dana saying he, he's going to offer him John Jones if he wins this fight. But um, uh, apart from that, which might not happen, whatever. I don't see he's not going to come back. You know and say okay, let, I'm the real champ. Let me get my belt back. Um, i don't think it diminishes the, the championship at all i think it's a problem when a champion holds up a division which is what uh, i had referred to a few podcasts ago like what um guys like connor do hold two belts hang on to them and then, you know fight one defend one per year or something Kemba, that, that's a problem we have for never a division, had an episode a, where a, a you champion don't champion retiring it's not a problem at
0: all. you you'd really hate you really hate that eh Pains you
2: <laughs> yeah. No, because in the last podcast, uh Tuga accused me of being a hypocrite for wanting DC to win and retire. So I've just explained to him these are two different things. The one is a champion holding up a division, the other is a champion vacating, and as said earlier, noted, already noted. by Julian, December you back with we us? can have a, a, a title fight I simply for take the vacant belt. That
3: you have to make in corner, but then um, okay.
0: Julian, you still there? <laughs> I think we've, we've lost him there. Okay, gents. I think that that's, it's a wrap for the show uh, so far. But I just want to throw in a few things uh, before we wrap it up. Just a, a quick spitfire. So let's say DC wins. The belt is vacant. Can John Jones put his name up and say, I want to fight Nganu for, uh, for the vacant title?
3: Okay, I'll start. I'd say no. John Jones should not be in the picture. Steper remains in the picture because he's the last champion we know. So I think it's T and Nganu. If not Keeper and Nganu, maybe Francis Nganu and, and maybe who's this one? Curtis Blades. But already that's a trilogy. So I don't I don't think you want a trilogy that's already too so near. So I think. I think it's Francis Ngannou versus maybe Derek Lewis. I don't know, but all I know is deep uh, Francis Ngannou is in that octagon, waiting for someone.
0: Agreed, agreed. Timber, your thoughts? Can John Jones? Do you think he'll be brave enough? Do you really think he wants that smoke at heavyweight? No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying your man DC wins.
2: If this who won't wins. Happen,
0: but let's say we'll endow you Either one of them first. Or... we love you yeah. a brother to, to the show um, we'll endow you and your silliness and say DC wins and walks away the belt is vacant um, can John Jones put up his hand and say I'll fight in Garden for the vacant title
2: Ooh. Uh, yeah he can He's uh, arguably the greatest fighter the UFC's ever had, so I think he can call his shots. His only—the only thing the UFC mm-hmm. were disagreeing with him on, it seems, is how much money he gets paid for okay. his fight. Mm-hmm. Um, so another they one, can come, is come to news, an agreement. He's, he's, what happened to our, to our that. boy yep. Max
0: Holloway? all okay. We well, are. Yeah, you both didn't predict the win, but you did see that he lost. He lost, right? Your boy Volkanovski. You don't. You did see that, right? Thing. What happens to him?
2: Yeah. Where to yeah, from that now? Was, uh, all the way that was Holloway one. Another trilogy fight. Straight
0: after? Or does he need to go through Korean Zombie, maybe a couple of other contenders, no, maybe no, two no. more fights?
3: No, just a straight up trilogy. I think already, I think, if, especially if they can, but we, we don't know how the landscape, uh, how the UFC landscape would be after the lockdown. Right now I think they're they're they're, they're pulling out all the all the big guns to get the what you call it the the T V rating, the T V buy it, But I think after the lockdown it's gonna be all about the gate taking And and what those better tickets than the trilogy.
0: Understood. Understood. Thank you so much for your time gents. It's been a pleasure hosting this.
3: As always, it's. That's what you get all the info.
0: I saw, I saw a very awkward text, uh, rather, post the other day from your main man, the crocodile TG T- Temba Gorimbo, uh, where he was. Um, he seemed to be asking for, you know, Sh- Sean Shelby to give him a shot to fight. It, it was a bit weird um, because it didn't sound like he had a contract. Uh, because, you know, you wouldn't be asking for a shot to fight, right? If you on their books. Or did I misread it? Tim, but oh. it's your namesake after all. You start.
2: It's, yeah, I, I didn't see that one. But, uh he, yeah, he shouldn't be asking. I mean, Dana said they get three fights. They get offered three fights a year. As if on a UFC contract, and it's up to you to take them or leave them. So surely he's been offered a fight uh, for Fight Islands.
0: Yeah, because it was a bit awkward because States. he uh, he had also disclosed to me in an interview that he would have been fighting if it wasn't for Corona in one of the cards. I think it was the May card. Um, but then, but I just that maybe the way he put he put his post. I'm not sure if he saw that post, Timba. i in Tunga, and what did you make of it? If he did.
3: No, I haven't seen his post. I haven't seen his post. I, I now wait to see Kemba fight so that we can, we can assist with the, his hype, especially since the whole... I tried to hype up the guy, and the guy really can't be hyped. So I've stepped off the train, and I'm, I'm just a pedestrian for now.
0: Okay, all right. All right well, let's hope he does us proud in his first fight whenever that's going to be, and we can all buy a ticket. Thank you so much, James, for joining me on... Uh, the composure in the box UFC 252 uh, podcast brought to you by uh, the sports gear guys for your original replica shirts. Trust the sports gear guys to, uh, to get you covered. Thanks, Jens.
3: No, oh, thank you. For
0: See you Monday. Thank you very much.